Hello, welcome to this episode of Up in the Air. I'm here with a few of my friends and, you know, just hanging out late nights. Just got a chance to just catch up with them. But today we're going to be talking to a few Yankee fans. Uh, I'm not very knowledgeable in baseball, but I get a few passerbys. So on the show today we have my boy Earl. What's up, what's up? And I got my boy Zach here. Good to be here. Good to be So, you know, the biggest thing that I want to get across is just like, so you guys are Yankee fans, like I said before, so what's the biggest draw to being a Yankee fan? Like, how did you become a Yankee fan? Well, for me, uh, my dad is from Brooklyn. He grew up a Yankee fan, so, you know, it just kind of, he was, he taught me about baseball. You know, he mm-hmm. raised me in the baseball culture. He he raised me as a Yankee fan, so that's where I get it from. Oh, yeah, for, yeah, same for my father, yeah. Uh, he was a big Yankee fan. He's from New York, but he was upstate, Rochester. And my mom was Syracuse, but fun fact, she, was a, she ended up being a Red Sox fan, but I ended up getting it from my dad. Same with my brother. So but, like, yeah. Go, no, yeah, I, I just, I respect the Yankees. They're always my team from my dad, but I also have respect for the Braves because I ended up growing up here in, a, in Atlanta. But Right, and same Yan- here, but the Yankees, Yankees take are, the Yankees yeah, number one team for sure. <clears throat> so, like, the biggest thing I wanted to, like, come across is just, like, you know, there's always, like, this stereotype with Yankee fans of just, like, y'all are the winningest franchise, mm-hmm. and it feels like there's a sense of pride with it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's because there's, like, yeah. 27 rings, and mm-hmm. it's, like, for right now, let's just routine. use this, yeah, you know, it's like let's just use this as a loose interpretation. But like, if you're in basketball, if you're mm-hmm. a Laker fan and they have the most rings, it's really easy to cling on. Like right now, they're it's like not. the Cowboys with the football, uh, football with the Cowboys. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, you just got those franchises that are those teams. Yeah. And mm-hmm. for baseball, it's the Yankees. Um, so like right. <clears throat> going off of that, it's just like, how do you, in a way, combat that stereotype? I mean, I don't think it's a. I don't think we try to combat it at all. I mean, we take pride in the fact that we've got twenty seven rings. You know what I mean? I think the you know what is it St. Louis that has the second most with like thirteen. Yeah, I mean, we've got more than double. But they always give us crap for you know if we're in trouble. Like we always bring up the fact that we have twenty seven rings. Exactly. And and, uh, a major stereotype that we always come across is that oh the Yankees, you know, just buy the buy the rings. Even though you go back to the core four and all from the farm system. Mm -hmm. I mean most of our success has been, you know, granted through homegrown talent. Mm -hmm. Jeter, Rivera, uh, Posada Pet it. You know what I mean? Going back in the day, I mean, Yogi Berra, like, the one free agent, you know, that I can remember that, you know, really was, became a Yankees legend was Babe Ruth, you know, and I mean, that was almost 100 years ago. We like to spend our money, but I mean, it's not the fact that nobody else does. Like, you look in today's market, you got the Dodgers, the Red Sox, but nobody talks about them like they talk about the Yankees when it comes to buying players. Because we actually win with the money. I mean, we're a successful franchise who, you know, if we were to go to a Rays fan and tell them, okay, you're, you know, here's some billion dollar owners and basically an unlimited budget. Like you don't think they'd use it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, you know, we're, we've been a successful franchise. Are the fan base is loyal. We fill the seats, 
You know what I mean? Yankee Stadium never has attendance issues. Mm -hmm. So, and we reap the benefits of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just part about being a Yankee is winning. Exactly. You don't see them at the bottom of the the league that often. Right. And and there will be hell to pay if you do. You know, the thing is, with Yankee fans, and this is another reason why, you know, people kind of give us some flack is because... You know, we expect success. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because not all teams are like that. Exactly. You know, but if we if we are not winning, you know, we want to know why. You know, we want to hold people accountable because yeah, if we don't we make the playoffs, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. With the with the resources that we have, the fan base, the financial resources, you know, there's no reason why we shouldn't be producing results. And when they don't produce results. You know, the fan base, you know, wants to know why. We want to hold people accountable, whether it be the manager, ownership, um, you know, individual players, whoever. Right, you know, and a lot of people will give us, you know, a lot of grief over it because, you know, they'll be like, oh, you know, they just can't stand and not be on top. They've got all this money and they're mad because it didn't buy them a ring or whatever. But it's, it's not about that. I mean, it's... You know, of course, you know, as fans, we want to win. You know what I mean? Who and doesn't? we're expected to win. Yeah, That's we're expected to Yankees, win. Yeah. Always the pressure they have on the Yankees is the the limelight's always on us. Exactly. No matter what. If the Yankees aren't doing well, they should be doing well. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll just, like, butt in and say something. Like, imagine, well, not even imagine because it was a reality for, like, ever since, was it 2000 when you guys wondering before 09? So, like... Mm-hmm. What was? I'm uh, we're in the drought right now. That's the thing. Is like, I mean, you go back to 2009, which was 10 years ago, which yeah. was our last ring, and before that, it was 2000. So, I mean, for a Yankee fan, it has been. It's, it's a been, while. It's yeah, been we rough. haven't seen a drought like that since what the 80s. But yeah, it's, it's yeah. been a long time, and yeah. it's just it's not usual for the Yankees. They still make postseason, but they just can't. They're not at that point where they, they finish. Right, and, and I mean, we feel like. You know, we finally have, you know, a solid, young, like, new core, if you will. It's a good team. That uh, I think will lead to lots of success in the future. You know, like Aaron Judge, you know. They just got to get all the elements right. Exactly. You know, but we've got promising young guys. I mean, Severino is, you know, starting to come into his own. He's still working out the kinks. Greg Bird, you know, he was really promising a little right while now, yeah, ago. The injuries are yeah, really hurting. Yeah, exactly. Getting Gary Sanchez. I mean, I've come to not be a huge fan yeah, of the guy. Yeah, same with me. Gary is just, I mean, he he can hit, but I feel he's a little overrated in that state. Like, his defense well, is just he, not worth the it. The thing is, he, you know, his offense doesn't outweigh how poor... And they said this season is. he worked on that, but as I as, don't see evidence no. of that. And the Yankees have always been known to have a great catcher behind the plate. Like mm-hmm. it's just I'm going all the way back to Yogi. It's just right. you always the Yankees. That was a big factor. You got to have a great defensive catcher. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just uh, Gary needs some work. Right. You can't. You can't lead the league in. You know, pass balls yeah, that's and okay. hit one eighty two. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. or whatever he hit last season. Yeah, it was, was under two hundred. Yeah, that's not acceptable. You that. know what I mean. And I know that you know the front office. You know, wants to stick with them. You yeah, know, they definitely. The, you know, they like believe him. in them, which I. You know, that's good. You know, what I mean, you know, we're not jumping ship just because he had a bad season. 
but, you know, I think that, you know, he definitely needs to hold himself accountable, and if, you know, he doesn't turn it around this season, I think they need to go elsewhere, you know? You know like, not to interrupt, but, like, no, go what about, like, for instance, the culture there now, because it seems like after Jeter, like, Jeter and the crop that was before him, mm-hmm. like, all the core four you mentioned before, like... I think you guys, like you said, you guys had a drought, but even during that time where Jeter was still present mm-hmm. in the early 2000s and right. the late 2000s, mm-hmm. like, you know, they were still, I mean, I was watching SB Nation, they did a little thing, they have this thing called uh, Beef History, where okay. they used to talk about, like, A-Rod, mm-hmm. and A-Rod and Derek Jeter had that weird moment where it's just like kind of like Jeter was already at shortstop and then when you guys got A-Rod we just, had to move him to third base yeah. and it was like that weird like mm-hmm. it's kind of like Machado like yeah. you know he's at third and then he got moved to short I mean right. they can play positions yeah. like that yeah. the thing is you know they're willing to do what they need to do for the you know for the team especially if that team is paying them what we were paying yeah. A-Rod you know but the point I was trying to get at was basically like now they had Tory, who was a very good like Oh, yeah. Like, the cornerstone as a manager. Absolutely. And, like, you had Girardi right after that. Yeah. Like, what was your viewpoints of, like, you know, last, like, was it the season before where they, like, let him go? Um, Yeah. How did you, what was your personal view of Girardi there? So, in my personal opinion, if I may start, Cannon. Go for it. (laughs) Um... You know, I really, I was surprised at the decision they made. I, I, I was as well. Yeah, I mean, I, it, I did. I, I like Girardi. I like Girardi too, and I mean, I think you know he spent a lot of time with the team already. I mean, the guy won a World Series his what first season? Two thousand nine. No, wasn't he with us with two thousand eight? Maybe yeah, it was one. That, of, that was the first season we didn't he, make the postseason. True, in a but long then time. he came back and won a World and then Series comes in back next season. And we get, uh, we get uh, AJ and, Burnett. And he also changed his jersey number. Well, CC came in two thousand eight. Also, that we put No, we picked him the year before. Oh, okay. Yeah, from the so, Indians. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah. but um, but anyway, I mean, I was surprised that they let him go, and you know. Every time I think about that, you know, that decision, I always, my mind always goes back to the ALDS last season Mm -hmm. when we played the Indians. And there was that one play where, I'm trying to remember this correctly, it was like um, someone, you know, someone struck out or whatever, Mm -hmm. but the ball actually hit him. Or no 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 no! It was uh, Chad Chad Green. He uh, he hit the batter, but it actually bounced off his bat, so it should have been a strike. And Gary Sanchez motioned to the dugout to have Girardi, you know, appeal to the umpires to review it, and he didn't. Mm-hmm. You think that? Was and the replay hit? clearly showed the ball hitting the I bat, do. and then we ended that. up losing that game because the next batter hit like a three-run yeah. bomb I do remember that, that set him over the top. It's just, it's so hard to make a call yeah. like that and to blame someone True. on the small But then, call like you know, they, you know, the, you know, ownership cited, you know, oh, we want someone that's a little more in tune with the players. And that was See, referring to Girardi's relationship with, with Gary, Gary Sanchez. Exactly. And that's because, where I was going to yeah, go with that. Girardi being a catcher exactly. for the Yankees in the 90s mm-hmm. during their heyday, exactly. now seeing this guy. And he who, just knows that he is not the type of catcher that the Yankees would need. Exactly. And then, but the Yankees organi- organization decided to back Gary instead mm-hmm. of to back 
Girardi. And I think that was the big point there where they wanted to get rid of Girardi. Right, and then they they wanted someone who was a little more, um, you know... You know, they they said that they wanted someone that was a little more, you know, I guess, tech-savvy. I don't know if that's the term for it, but basically, you know, someone that would have reviewed that play... Yeah. Instead of, uh, it, but it's a new generation with all the rule changes. Yeah, and you're everything. right. Like you know, you gotta. You, yeah, I mean, Girardi would have been there for it. It's just, it's, it's yeah. Getting and there. I mean, we ended up winning the series anyway. Yeah. You know, Girardi took us to you know it within a, a game series. of the World Series, yeah. and Aaron Boone couldn't make it past the ALDS and got slaughtered by the Red Sox. Mm-hmm in our own stadium next season with arguably a better team. I mean, the Red Sox are, like, they, they got a team, but, I mean, right? I, I mean, I but to, to lose 17-2 to two well, that was, at Yankee yeah, Stadium, I understand. come on, dude. We just, we gave up in that game. We did, but I'm saying that, like, you know, Aaron Boone, you know, uh, Cashman handed Boone a, a better team. Falcon. Exactly. exactly. A Millennium yeah. Falcon. And Boone couldn't take us, you know, even close to where Girardi took us the previous season with, you know, a better team. It's questionable when you compare the teams straight up, straight up. But, like... I mean, yeah, you're we right. We had a great team. But when you look at the Red Sox, how hot they were that last season. Mm-hmm. It, it, I mean, we picked up Stanton. And, yeah, everybody went crazy and mm-hmm. thought well, that was amazing. Even though, right. to me, I didn't really think we needed him. True. But then you got the Red Sox that countered us picking up Stanton with, with J.D. Martinez, Martinez, who made Stanton look just like, like a bush. Yeah, scrub. like nobody. And right. that shows you right there. Like, Martinez ended up getting two silver sluggers that season. First to ever do that. Right. And, I mean... At first, to me, I thought that was wasn't even right. Well, yeah, that was. Kind how are you gonna give thirty him... appearances at second base? No, out the outfield. They the outfield, made him an out. Right, yeah. They gave him a silver slugger Whatever. for the outfield uh-huh. instead of giving Chris Davis a silver slugger, who was the leader in home runs. To me, I just felt that wasn't like fair. But going back to it, I mean, you got again the Red Sox who made moves and countered what we did and it worked out better for them yeah. than us i mean mookie and jd just had an amazing season there's no question about it but yeah. i mean we 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 did our best but yeah they they outplayed us for sure last season and i don't put the whole blame on boone for that but i do i do think boone needs to step up and prove himself as I think a manager there are certain you know certain mistakes that he made that I mean granted you can attribute to being a rookie manager you know like that that one game that I talked about the same being letting Severino uh, go back in that game mm -hmm. when any other more experienced manager would have pulled him but Cora was also a rookie manager I was gonna say that also so you have to kind of hold him accountable like I mean Cora has never Mm -hmm. managed a team either and he took his team all the way yeah he won the World Series where Boone fizzled out. I mean, granted, they won 100 games. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, with the team he had, if he had won any less, you know, there would have yeah, been a mob for sure. at Yankee Stadium. You know, like, how are you not winning 100 games? I wanted to say, squad? like, back to your point, like, about Chris Davis. I yeah. think it might be, like, I'm just freestyling on here. But mm-hmm. I think, like, one of the stats, I'm not making 
somewhat making a case for the Silver Slugger in mm-hmm. the sense that he did have a lot of home runs, but I think he had like a he had like I think he was the first player in a while to reciprocate his batting average the same way. I think he sh- he was two fifty for three straight years. Yeah, I think he struck. You're right. He I had think, the exact same slash line for like three years. Yeah, I think, but I think well, but I think one more thing on top of that, I might have uh, entailed like he might have struck out more. Okay. Now I think they might have taken that into consideration. There are some things I don't know like. And this is where you, I'm going to bring in this, like, topic, mm-hmm. like, moving on to this, like, with certain sports, like you see in football, like, mm-hmm. statistics are a huge deal in baseball. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a numbers game. Yeah, that's bigger than any other sport. And, like, yeah. getting at that, do you think even for Yankee fans, like, you guys compared Cora and Boone, mm-hmm. and, you know, if Cora, if you guys, you guys wish you guys had the opposite of the season they had, like, Obviously, the goal is to hold a title at the end of it. But what I'm getting at basically is just like, where your what are your expectations? Like, what would make you happy? I know a ring is the biggest thing. Yeah, but that's statistically. Cool. You guys mentioned like batting averages for like Gary Sanchez. Mm-hmm. What do you think that players like him, players like I don't know, like Stan Judge, where they? You guys already knew it was a strikeout team. It was either oh, yeah, go yard bomb yeah. or a strikeout. Because I think you guys took a hit with the third baseman who was a promising star. Duhar. Yeah, and Duhar yeah. was a promising star. Like, well, where do you guys go from there this season? What are your expectations? Do you want to take this one? It's all you, man. I mean, my expectations are you know the same as they've always been. I mean, I think we every have season. the capability yeah every season I think we have the capability to win it all and I mean I think this, the pieces just all have to come together to make that happen I mean and Duhar at third base I mean the guy hits for average and he's got a little pop and in we his put our too. money into you know him I mean? instead of going for a guy like Machado right and we, I thought we trusted him even though mm-hmm. we got a little backfired in the fact that the injuries and stuff mm-hmm. he might he could be out for a season but you know, I think that the Yankees prepared well for that. I mean, by picking up DJ LeMahieu, who, you know, career, like statistically, the man is a good hitter. He hits he for hits average. For con- yeah, he's yeah. a contact, contact hitter. More exactly. Hitter. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, he started but, I mean, the season well. Trust. I mean, getting guys on base is not going to hurt the Yankees. And he's you know very I mean? serviceable. He's very serviceable. Like you know, exactly. he can play, he can play anywhere on so. the infield. It was a know? good pickup for sure. Definitely. But right now, the Yankees definitely have hit. By the injury yeah. bug. Yeah, I mean, I, like, we basically have a whole team on the yeah. bench. Imagine it's later on in the summer, and mm-hmm. you, if let's just say if you guys wanted to get rid of somebody or you wanted to bring in somebody, what were you? What would be your wish list? For pitching. Them? Yeah, pitching. I think starting pitching is yeah. the most important thing. In, I think pitching wins World Series. I th- it does. If you don't have at least an one ace to have at least two, I mean, pitching always outweighs. And right now, the Yankees pitching is just. To me, not where it needs to be. Right. They say we have the best bullpen in the like all of history, and if you don't watch the Yankees, you wouldn't know that because I mean it's it's not that good. It's I mean, extremely overrated. Yeah, completely. Like we have good names, but I mean to to me, Chapman is completely an overrated pitcher. I mean, He's a power say, Same with Batances. Yeah. I mean, they're both they're good at times, but. They could walk bases loaded and then maybe strike out the side. Because yeah. I remember, I mean, as a soft baseball fan watcher, like, I remember seeing him and it was like, it was such a phenomenon. Like, 
shooting at like he was like pitching 105 miles an hour and that was mm-hmm. insane yeah oh yeah and like even mm-hmm. looking at the mechanics of it like sports science did it where you're just like yep. he's just yanking his but to me as a hitter yeah it's amazing to throw that hard but all you have to do is shorten that swing and swing yeah. faster you make contact it's, on it goes out going that like, fast mm-hmm. and that, that showed that Devers home run against Chapman that one time I mean it just shows right there that I mean these players obviously can hit a fastball. They just have to adjust to it. Mm-hmm. And it's better to have nasty stuff than the heat to me. Now, also, You're like, um, to that point, like, marketing for you guys, mm-hmm. I think it's the easiest place to market at, honestly, because I've seen it where it has the easiest logo to brand and stuff like that. So one of my oh, yeah. questions is think sure. about it, like, um, like, you know, for basketball, they always talk about, like, uh, like LeBron's in 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 LA, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. the old thing used to be like for free agents, it's like, well, it's LA, and that's how you should just come here. For Yankees, where this off season, where you guys had high expectations for Machado or even Keuchel or other Harper, Harper mm-hmm. notable, a lot of them wanted to be there, uh-huh. yeah. but one we just either couldn't, didn't want to pay them that much yeah. money. But, yeah, everybody usually, it's that team. They want to be a Yankee. It's like yeah. you're growing up. You like you know the Yankees, who they are. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's probably the most, the biggest franchise you're even the, outside of the U.S. Yeah, it's you're under that, the biggest spotlights. Yeah, in the, I mean, you go the to game. Japan, they know who the Yankees yeah. are. They know Derek Jeter. Right. Like, I mean, it's just, it's that franchise. And everybody wants to be and to go part even, of it. And even to go off of that, like... What is, like, who are or is the face of the Yankees? Like Aaron Judge. Right now, for sure, Aaron, Aaron Judge. Judge. He took over. Once once Jeter left, there was a little break, but then Judge definitely is now the, I would mean, be the face. When you've got a rookie that mm-hmm. smashes 50 and bombs. And he's, he's, he's a big guy. I mean. Like, that man, he, he, he has a presence. And he hits for average. I mean, his rookie season, he hit three-something. Last season, I mean, even high though he two, was two, hard two, by two, injury, yeah. he was in the 280s. I mean, the guy. And, and you he's, know, he's a cool such guy. A like, he, he's, he's humble. He, 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 he's a the, nice guy. He's got a personality. Uh, he's the type of person the Yankees need he, to be like, the yeah, next he, generation. He's the face of baseball know? type of yeah. guy. Uh-huh. Him and Trout, those, mm-hmm. those are the type of people that would represent baseball. Exactly. Say. Now, what do you, like, let's say as a baseball fan, like, I'm outside looking in, like, mm-hmm. what, if you were to put some in, adjectives that you would throw into what that would entail. What does the face of baseball have to exude? Humble. Uh-huh. Um, they have to perform, you know what I mean, consistently, mm-hmm. which is why I wouldn't consider necessarily Bryce Harper, you know. He's good, but of, he's not consistent. He's neither, yeah, he's like neither consistent nor humble. Oh, I'm going to let know? you go further, but like, does the bias of being a Braves fan and being an anti Harper fan interfere with that? Like, for instance, mm-hmm. I saw this meme and it was super funny in this context where, like, Bryce Harper is his own greatest hero and its own villain at the same time. Like, yeah. he gets in the way of himself mm-hmm. at times. Like, but the man's an incredible athlete. There's no yeah, doubt about for it. Sure. It's just when you have to compare him to someone, say, like Trout, it's hard because that man, Trout, I mean, to me is just the all-around player. One, he beats them in defense, for sure. And, he beats them in offense, And too. offense, for I mean, but, the, you look at the numbers, but, it doesn't even compare. Dude. And at the beginning of their careers, they were easily 
like debatable. Cor- yeah, they're a lot the more comparable. But now, I mean, Harper hit what two thirty. It was a rough season, like and I was year? definitely expecting more Come from on. him last season. Definitely for going on the free market the next season. Mm-hmm. But for Trout, obviously, the money shows where they both got their contracts, and yeah. obviously, Trout got a hundred million more than him. Mm-hmm. But it's just it, you can see it of how Trout just the way he. Carries, has, carries himself exactly. The, exactly. Uh, he, he just no matter he what, is even a role model. Even if he doesn't a have a good game, he still gets on base. He still steals a base. Perhaps the man. He, he, he just he's the true athlete to me. That that's the only guy worth that much money. Exactly. And Harper. I'm not saying Harper's not good. Of course not. The man is a true. Mm-hmm. He, he he's great. And he's got a good start to the season. I mean, yeah, and he's proven himself in be Philadelphia for yeah. sure. Definitely interesting to watch in this season. On the topic of the Phillies, do you think they can go far with the squad that they have, or is it just like like you guys said earlier with the Red Sox, where they bought a team and it was a success the first season? I mean, I think they have the potential to go. They really have a far. good team. I mean, the, the, I mean, you look at their off-season acquisitions. I mean, first of all, they did the best. Obviously, they did the best in the off-season this year. Exactly, sure. definitely. I mean, they picked up not only Bryce Harper. They got JT Realmuto, who was the best catcher in the MLB. Gene Segura. D- Gene Segura. David Robertson from us, of course, which bolsters their bullpen. They picked up Andrew McCutcheon, who's a solid, you know, outfield, and he's been hitting well. He's a you former know, so MVP. Far. Yeah, he's a former uh, MVP. He's a good he's, I mean, he's a solid addition to any lineup, you know? I mean, we saw that firsthand last season, you know, his brief visit in New York. So, um, I think they definitely have the uh, the ability to go pretty far in the offseason. I mean, the pre, uh, this season. And <laughs> honestly, Jeez. to me, the, there's no question, honestly, that they will probably win the NL East. Because one, Absolutely. you you got a team like the Braves who had it last season, but did nothing to actually right. win it the next season. Let's think about why the Braves won it the last season. It's That's be- because of dis- like literally second half disasters from the Phillies. Well, the Phillies the weren't Mets. prepared for it, and Washington and Washington, Washington was yeah. per- picked to win it at that point, mm-hmm. but and they, they like, are the ones yeah, that choked all and of those just teams, gave it to the Braves. Really. Yeah, you know, and I don't even know why I mentioned the Mets, but yeah, the Phillies and the Nationals literally just dropped off the face of the And the Braves were just the there to half. pick it up. Exactly. They were the most consistent because, you know... Not to interject, but like, kind of like my point that I was thinking about was like, I watched it loosely, so from my thing with the Nationals, they, for a while... They had been really, really successful in take. They've been, I think, for the last four or five years, they've been like favored to be one of the preseason, postseason teams. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the NL East, where I felt like they had that mentality of like, oh no, this series is not going to be the same. Like, mm-hmm. we're gonna, regardless how how lo- like how far back we are we can still like get hot and still come in the last minute and take it but mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that didn't work out and like you guys said like with the Phillies and how they fizzled out like my thing that I adhere to for the Braves is the fact that my one of my friends tells me this is really cool because he he had no expectations but he was like very optimistic he's like well every year we've gotten better Next year, this this year that we're in, he was mm-hmm. saying that like is the year that he hoped it would have been better. Like, 
Like, the Nationals. No, 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 no. The, the, the Braves. Braves. The Braves. The Braves. Oh, yeah, no, and so, I, so. I think we could have been. No, now here's the thing that I want y'all to get your opinion on. Um, okay. It's basically I, to some naivete of my own, I believe that the Braves could have got Dallas Keuchel. But I mean, they got, still can. No, they, they can still can. They can at still, the they, same they, time. They, can, they still can, but I believe that. I, think I read an article. Both of them, yeah. honestly. Yeah, I read an article, and it's very opinionated, but the guy basically was right in there, and he said, like, the Braves are good right now, and uh-huh. they're a surprise pick. Yeah. And they had a lot of things fall right, and in and of themselves, they yeah. did really well in picking and placing people who would yeah. come up and whatnot, right? Obviously, the big if you ask Barry fans, like the biggest thing is their bullpen is who it's uh, that that yeah, their bullpen is scary. And, yeah, and like it's, it's their whole pitching staff to me. Yeah, uh, it's like very like. I will say, I mean, they've got some. They've got some, you know, surprise. They're surprise, superstars but they're not, in their in their rotation. It's not. But their no. bull their bullpen is stinky, man. I mean, their start. I mean, I, I'm a Braves fan, and to. Like, I don't follow it nearly as I do as a Yankees fan, uh-huh. but to me, other than your your boy Freddie Freeman, Acuna, Acuna and Ozzy, I mean, I know you got Marcakis and a couple other names in there, but mm-hmm. those are your three guys. Of course. And... I, that, that they can I mean, score you some You got Donaldson now, who can. I know, come but back again, he's he could have True. a decent season. Like the lineup's uh, okay, but yeah. when you got that starting rotation as it is, yeah. and I mean, what it could be. Look at, but, but yeah, okay, but like Fultonevich had a great season last yeah, year. You know what I mean? Still, our first like. You have Tehran start the season. True. It gets the opening Which day again. Which I, you know, don't necessarily agree with. However, you know, you've got your underdogs that have actually performed super well recently. I mean, Gosman, uh, Freed, that young kid, you know, uh, is that right? anything? No, Freed. The kid, uh, was it like, Fred? Fred Freed. No, yeah. like, FRI. Yeah, the guy who pitched last night. He, he, he had a great start. was fire. But it's just, he's not, it's not consistent. I mean, he could be. It yeah. could be great. I mean, it's only 10 but, games in the season. But that's know, the thing. But. With the Braves, he could have a great start, or he could not. But say he does have that great start, mm-hmm. maybe he makes it seven innings. Mm-hmm. Then who comes in? That's true. That's the problem and with the Braves. And then you got, who, Vizcaino at the closing role. I mean, that's the problem, is that even before you get to there, yeah. th- there's no bullpen. Who's setting and them up? Yeah, they, exactly. That right. is their biggest problem. And after winning the NL East the year before, mm-hmm. watching what the the uh, Phillies did to like counter kind of, that, yeah. to oh, yeah. fight back, and they look did how the Braves opened nothing. the season getting swept. By, the, by Phillies. the Phillies. Yeah. They did not make one move Just to better gosh. themselves where they needed it. And that was, I think, to me, their biggest struggle. Their bullpen is just a trouble. Now, I know that free agency is different for baseball. Oh, it's I'm completely changed because, just recently, honestly. Like, because the way I'm seeing it, for instance, like, if, if it's the NBA free agency, right, mm-hmm. for example, like, there's also, like, they're the they're doing it for the brand the bat like the NBA themselves, but mm-hmm. in my opinion, I think that yeah they're making a lot more money in baseball. And you look at people like Kyler Murray, who's 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 picked football over baseball. And, mm-hmm. and what I, do you I think? think it's, I think it's a good decision. Yeah, so like, I, I don't part, know. What does that say for like like you know? To me, I mean, if he could be 
that great of a baseball player, I think he should have went to the baseball. One, just for the safety reasons, you don't get as many years as you do in baseball as you the other way around. Right? I know what Football you mean, but the thing is... And you get more money Yeah, in but he may not even get there in baseball. Yeah. If he, like, going the football route, he could potentially be the starting quarterback and be of like, an NFL franchise, so, you know, next season. It's the baseball, quicker way he to could go. spend three to five years in the minor leagues... And either fizzle out, I don't or think he crack a major league roster, and then like just be mediocre. Yeah. I mean, that's you know an what option, I mean? but like, the fact that he, no, I mean he has the possible. He would be like a Harper. He would he would maybe spend a little time or a Vlad Guerrero. I don't know, dude. They would spend a little know, time man. in the ma minors, but eventually easily make it up just for the name. Like people know who he is. He I would. Mean, you could say that. You could say quit. the same thing about uh, what's his name. Um, Florida Gator quarterback. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. Yeah, you can say this. He was a football player. Yeah. No, no, no. He but then decided yeah. to be a baseball yeah. player. This guy has the potential and the ability to be both. You're right. I mean... Tebow just decided, well, I can't do football anymore. I want to become a baseball yeah, player. Yeah, I mean, I can't argue with that. I mean, See, this guy had the option to be both. And money-wise and health-wise... Baseball, to me, was the better way to go. But it was the longer route. He took, I think, the shorter route and decided to be the football player. And that's a fine decision. He'll still make money. He'll still become famous. And he, he yet still could end up maybe trying mm -hmm. to be a baseball player. I just think there's more of a risk involved if he elected to go to the major leagues. Yeah, or, or to play baseball, not necessarily the major league. But, you know, because, you know, with... The football gig, I mean, worst case scenario, he's what a second string, you know, and you know, he will undoubtedly be at the helm of a football organization. Yeah, he would in, hope so. You know, long before, you know, he could crack a major league roster. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. And is that he took the shorter route. Yeah, but all yeah, of a sudden, you're right. You're but right. I think you know, and then all saying, of a sudden he could be Manziel yeah, though. Exactly. True. You're not wrong, but I mean, there. First of all, there's countless reasons why Johnny Menzel ended up the way he did. Yes. I'm not a huge fan. And I don't think Kyler Murray's that way at all. And I think that Kyler Murray, I mean, given the right opportunity, I think he has the potential to easily break out, much like, you know, Patrick Mahomes did, have a great season, then boom, all of a sudden you're, you know Oh yeah, franchise player. Yeah, you're you're already where, you know, a baseball player could take Ten years to achieve, you know what I mean. But the baseball player will still make more money. You're right. Yeah, you know. You but the thing is, Kyler Murray, you know, may you know the thing is he may have never gotten there. At I mean, least with the football, he he he's got more of like. What am I trying to say? He's just got a better chance of making it that way. Like making money more so instantly? Uh, or yeah, just that's making, what I'm saying. Making it's the a shorter route. Yeah. Like, he went there, it's the quicker way to go. Yeah, because but, the NCAA is pretty much the NFL's minor leagues, you know what I mean? But with baseball, he's got to go from Class A, you know, all the way up to Triple A, AAA, and, and then the crack a major league roster on a spring, you know, spring training invitation. Like, but, it's, it's just like, that could take years... And even if he does make that major league roster, you know, who's to say that he's going to be that guy? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, these guys, you know, the Mike Trouts and the Judges and the Harpers, they, you know, there are 
thousands of players that come and go in the major leagues every single season. But I do have to and say, you just the, don't... the publicity around one guy will always help you and carry you yeah. quicker than some guys. Yeah, but publicity... Those guys are sitting in yeah, there. but the publicist, I mean, you know, the I media mean, has short memories, man. I mean, but they all of a sudden, Color Murray makes, you know, he, he decides to go with the A's or whatever they were talking about, you know, and they follow his, like, maybe first season in the minor leagues at Class A, you know, he's gotten all right. I don't even think he would be in Class I bet he would start in double and eventually easily You think they'd put him straight in in double A? If he has the... He obviously has the potential. He's talented, but, I mean, there are plenty of talented players. He wasn't talented enough, obviously, to, you know, go straight out of high school. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, but here's what I was going to get at. Basically, like, I think you guys somewhat made the point for me. It's like... Does the fact that in this generation we live in, like, where everything's so instant, kind of draw people away from baseball? Because, you know, in a sense of like this, right? Like, we want to get, like you said at first, like, that Kyle Murray decision where he wanted to get money really quickly, right? And in a way, it's like, you think about the safety reasons, like, you'd be like, all right, baseball, right? And then you think about the, like, like you said to your point about, um, marketability and the publicity around mm-hmm. it, that's very intriguing. That's what baseball needs, right? You know, yeah. there was a, Bryce Harper had the thing, like, made baseball fun again. You mean, like, are you talking about putting butts in seats at the stadiums, or are you talking about viewership, like, on TV? I mean, viewership Or is you're good. just talking about, like, incre- in, like you know, growing your franchise, period. Like, trying to, like, make it compete with the... How to make it more like the Yankees? I guess you can say that if you're going to take that approach. But what I mean is, like, you know, I think, on, in my opinion, viewership is always going to go down because, you know, everything's streamable mm-hmm. and, like, not everybody's going to be watching nine-inning games sit down all the way through mm-hmm. or not everybody's... Like, think about it. Like, right. ten years ago, we were watching a, a whole Final Four game or yeah. a whole basketball game or a whole football game. What's a marketing plan you would do in order to make baseball appealing to the common day fan who probably doesn't care that much for it in, in a sense like, oh, yeah, there's a lot of people that don't yeah. like baseball yeah. they say it's boring yeah, exactly. and those are like soccer fans mm-hmm. who and there's a, the same baseball fans going after soccer for mm-hmm. saying that that's boring right. and, and, being a fan of both exactly. I mean I think you know I always tell people this like I you know having played baseball I know you have too mm-hmm. like the you know understanding the sport you know, no, that's a huge factor in it. Yeah, you know, to a pretty significant extent. To appreciate extent. the yeah, sport. Yeah, exactly. Being able to appreciate, you know, every decision the pitcher makes. Yeah, it's the hitter. It's a mindset of the game. It's, all nine men in the field. Yeah, I mean, you know. It's I, not for everybody. Yeah, I can get hooked on every single pitch I'm going to bat. But, you know, I know what the MLB's doing, you know, with all these rule changes and trying to make the sport a little more exciting, you know, in order to draw fans that previously weren't really, you know, about baseball because it's boring or whatever. And I, I get it. You know what I mean? Cause ratings are down across the board, I guess, you know, people you just don't want to go too far where you change the game. So exactly. Much. Yeah. You don't want to make it, you know, the XFL, you know what I mean? But in baseball, this is an MLB slugfest. You know what I mean? But, 
you know, and at the end of the day, you're not going to be able to please everybody, and not every American's going to want to turn on a ball game. But, you know, I think that... It's still America's pastime. Yeah. But, I don't know, I just think, you know, maybe, you know, and like we were talking about earlier, Cannon, commercialism, I feel like, mm-hmm. is really hurting the game, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, and this, goes, this goes to, you know, you can attribute this to any American sport. Um, the amount of commercials in advertising that the, the average American is subject to watching any sporting event nowadays in this country is insane. And I think that, honestly, that's one of the reasons why, you know, all these leagues are... Even the NFL is, uh, you know, struggling with drops in ratings and stuff. You know what I mean? And it's because, like, you you know, there's just as much commercial time as there is game time. Yeah, and I, I mean, mean, that's how it's marketed in yeah. America. It's made for the TV. It's made to get ads. Yeah. It's made to make money. And that's how it mm-hmm. is. It's not like in European where you get soccer, who, right. where you get 45 minutes of uninterrupted gameplay, gameplay and then you get your, you know, a 15-minute break right. to go pee, and then bam, you're back at it. But in baseball, and in football especially, mm-hmm. you get those mad breaks in between, and it's it's the American way. You just got to get those yeah. commercials in there. And I mean, I guarantee you, if... You know, if there weren't so many, if they didn't cut to commercials so often, like every time, you know, they bring in a reliever mm-hmm. or, you know. And that's why they are. They're shortening the commercials just a bit. Mm-hmm. They're trying to make it. It went from, I'm pretty sure, two minutes and 30 seconds in between each inning to, to now two, two minutes. minutes. Yeah. And they're just, they're making time and changes. They're crea- and they're making a, uh, you have to, every pitcher has to face a minimum of three that's batters. That's what they're, they're, they're trying in. to put in. Yeah. I don't know if that's officially it, in. I don't think it's officially no, yeah. but it's coming in like But yeah, there's the small things. And then also, the like, say there's a pitching mound, like a pitching visit, then they do those little side cuts, and then you get that tiny little commercial over in the corner, which is maybe eight seconds at most. But that's a part of the agreement in all of the televised <laughs> stuff, is that... They made the agreement to shorten the breaks, but also they still get those ads in there, and that's just the American way. You gotta, they gotta advertise no matter what. I just think it's a little malarkey, man. Like <laughs> it's just like what, what stuff is coming to? You know, I feel like, you know, oh, for sure. this commercialism is going to end up ruining a lot of stuff eventually. That's, that's you know? the American way. Like, you know. And, and, and they're not even getting good. Like, look at the Super Bowl commercials recently. Like, they're all buns. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're all, yeah, okay. okay yeah. yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's not even, you know, back in the day. Like, I remember, you know, the Doritos Samurai Ninja well, yeah, guy. That stuff was funny. Yeah, you know what I mean? Now it's all this, you know, BS. Like, you know, all this random stuff. Like. You know, people who watch the Super Bowl for the commercials don't even want to watch that anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, and then when you've got a Super Bowl that ends what thirteen to three mm-hmm. or whatever the yeah, last one was, did, yeah, it was, it's just like, bro, you know, who wants <clears throat> to watch this BS? Going back to my guy Kaz, so he had this thing about like there are nine million kids that are playing baseball, mm-hmm. and that's like uh, how much that is a fraction, but nine million is a lot of kids, right? It's a lot of people, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Like demographic wise, like. There's a there's less and less like like African Americans or uh, like 
other races playing. Like, um, I mean, he mentioned a few things about like statistics. Like you guys already mentioned about it, like the instant money. Like certain people come from different like backgrounds where you know it's get the quick money in order to help the family or whatnot. Like, it does that also like demographic wise kind of uh, bring into factor in your opinion? I don't know. Uh, you know, not on that level. I think it starts a lot earlier mm-hmm. in, you know, like the structure of the sports you're playing. Exactly. I think that, you know, the sport has become, you know, you know how like the stereotype of lacrosse is like, Oh, it's a rich kid sport. You know, the, ex- you know, the equipment's expensive. Um, Golf's the same way in this sense, I guess. And then baseball's kind of becoming the same way, you know what I mean? Like, well, it's not just a one-ball sport like soccer and football where yeah. you can basically have a pickup game, run out there, and just yeah. play. Baseball, you need gloves, you need bats, you need the balls, yeah. you need the ability to and, play. Yeah, and nowadays everything costs so much money, man. I mean, I, you know, I was played by the same thing growing up. I mean, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't afford... To play on some of these travel teams that would got that would have gotten me looked at or whatever by scouts and stuff, you know, like that stuff costs thousands of dollars just to be on the team, you know, and then you've got you know two hundred to three hundred and fifty dollars for a decent bat, you know, with all this composite stuff, you know, gloves is not you know as big a deal, but I mean, you're still looking at for a decent glove, like, you know, anywhere from, you know, hundred, a few hundred dollars. Yeah. A hundred, 200 bucks, you know, like 80 is, you know, on the cheaper side for some so you decent think, quality. So basically I, you're getting at like, it's just like mm-hmm. the money structure of things that not everybody's going to. I just, yeah. And I mean, I think, you know, the United States has a, a, an issue with doing and uh, making any sport like that, which is why, you know, the United States being a country of 330 million individuals can't come up with a decent soccer team. You know, even though we've got, you know, this, the children of immigrants, you know, from, you know, soccer playing nations, you know what I mean? Nations with reputable soccer, you know, backgrounds, you know, and yet we can't even qualify for the World Cup because, you know, the people that are getting recognized and the people that are getting, you know, scouted to play and represent the United States, you know, have to pay their way, you know? It's it's these upper-middle-class individuals that can afford to spend thousands of dollars so their kid can play in an academy or whatever, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, whereas there's, I guarantee you, there are thousands of individuals with ten times the skill that, you know, players on the U.S. men's national team have. Yeah, so you're that saying... That are just gone unrecognized because they don't have the ability to be, yeah. you know, to, to, to showcase their skills, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because of their economic restraints, because of, you know, the fact that in this country you have to have, you know, money to succeed. You have to have money to recognize. You can literally buy yourself a spot on a, a highly competitive team and make it all the way. Whereas someone who has less, you know, fortunate economic status than you, 
but with more skill gets left out just because, you know, he can't pay his way there. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something we have to address, you know, nowadays. And, and unfortunately, baseball used to not be like this, but it is slowly is becoming that way. Yeah. What about you, Ken? What are your thoughts? For baseball, mm -hmm. how could you appeal? Like to people who... I, 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 I don't know. Honestly, I think you got to appeal to the people that already follow it. And I think mm -hmm. you just honestly don't do something that will get them to not follow it. So you know, your core fan base is yeah, like I mean, you got your fan base that already loves the sport. Don't screw that up by changing the sport that it already is. Yeah, was that something that was like that for you, like um, like yeah. parents, like in a healthy way, trying to draw that to you, or is it like something you stumbled upon? I loved it with my my parents. Yeah. Pass it down to me, and I'll always mm -hmm. if I ever with my kids, I have a catch, teach them really? baseball. Hopefully, they'd be. They'd love it, too, as much as I did. Mm -hmm. It's that type of sport where I would love to pass that down. Yeah. So, you know, I just want to wrap it up. But I also want to say thank you, you guys. You know, just take oh. time out of your Thanks day. for having me, man. Yeah, absolutely. Happy, it was a pleasure. Happy to be here. It was a good talk. You know, thank you for listening, and have a good one.